0: Hello and welcome to our second season preview here on the History of Yugoslav football podcast. Uh, Today we're going to be looking at the return of the Premier League of Um, Bosnia-Herzegovina. But just before we do, uh, it just popped to mind that on our previous preview we didn't give you any idea of when things will be back up and running elsewhere. So we'll just start this uh, quick episode with that. Um, So just in the order I have them written on my League Preview Prep Google Docs. Um, Firstly, we have uh, Croatia, which is back on the 14th of August. Now, bear in mind that we have the Cup Final uh, coming up this weekend and also the relegation playoffs between Istra and Orient, which I think finishes on the fifth of August, so there's only nine days between the actual end end of the season and it restarting. Secondly, we have the Slovenian Prva Liga, which is back on the twelfth of August. Um, Bosnia, which we're going through today, which is back this weekend, starting on the first. North Macedonia is uh, back on the 9th of August and is the only one restarting that particular week. Montenegro is back on the 15th of August and Kosovo has only just finished and we don't have the exact time for that one as yet. Now it's probably just worth noting with uh, North Macedonia and Montenegro that both of those are uh, hinging on the epidemiological situation within the countries being okay. Um, Macedonia obviously called their season um, without coming back. And uh, Montenegro called the season early due to a spike in cases. And that particular spike in cases has actually continued uh, as we've gone on through July so there may be a little bit of doubt uh, about that restarting on the 15th of August obviously if i do get information that says that it will be delayed um we'll update you on the podcast or if you follow me on twitter at timo mouse t i m o m o u s e i'll try and get the latest uh, on there but that's not what we're talking about today we're talking about the return of the bosnia herzegovina premier league And the league itself, as you perhaps know last season, was called early, very early. And FK Sarajevo were named champions. And we're following the same format as we did with our previous Serbian Super League episode, which is we're asking uh, a bunch of questions. So our question one is, were Sarajevo really deserving champions? So the calling of the league was, let's be honest, rather controversial. Um, they were only three points ahead of Selyasnikar when it was called, and Szynski were also very much in the race. And while the given reason was uh, it was to basically buy time to implement biosecurity measures at grounds, which couldn't have been in a timescale that would have allowed the season to have continued as normal, it's also fair to say that there was a rather large element of politics within that call as well. And while you know, FK Sarajevo were reigning champions and were favourites for the league, uh, any such scenario as what happened certainly just leave a bit of a uh, sour taste in the mouth. Particularly at the bottom of the league, uh, oddly enough. So, um, Selic Zanica, who were deducted points at the start of last season, and had more or less brought themselves back up to, uh, within a, I think, within a point of Mladostovoyka-Kanya, and at the time that the league was called. So, as a result, you have a team that had earned more points through the season, excluding their penalty, Um, actually getting relegated and as a result um, because of certain boardroom shenanigans um, the club itself has actually now ended up in the local league, so that's in the fourth tier of uh, Bosnian football and it was relegated slash expelled from the top flight whether that happens if the league had come back we don't know Uh, and obviously it's pointless to speculate, but it's fair to say that the situation at the top of the table, which got Sarajevo into next season's Champions League, is hardly the only controversial happening that came from the decision to call the the league early. But, that's enough about last season. Who can win this season? And it's fair to say that almost every side has been very busy during the extended layoff. Obviously they have had uh, a long time to be able to prepare themselves for this season and it's fair to keep Sarajevo's favourites to retain this season um, I would uh, have a couple of permanent additions uh, most notably Zinedine Musta and then also bringing in from Mladostovoky uh the Englishman Matthias Fanimo um, who is one of the fastest players in football full stop, uh, so they've Provided themselves with proven uh, attacking options at this level and haven't really lost much in terms of depth. Uh, the biggest loss being Niboyce Uh Second to last season were, of course, the uh, Eternal Derby mates, uh, Zeliesnikar, and they will be pinning their hopes on the signing of Anel Haric. Now, Haric, um was in Belgium at uh, Loughran I think and um, previously had been in Slovenia, uh, doing very well in the second tier uh, but it didn't work out for him in Belgium and, and certainly he was offered far and wide after being released uh, and he's ended up back in domestic football which potentially um, says a lot about what others thought of him um, he will need to hit the ground running. to And if he's able to do that and, and really kick on, he will certainly prove a lot of people wrong. Um, but I'm certainly not expecting anything huge from him. Um, quite aside from the addition of, of Irish, um, there's also quite a lot of depth, particularly at the back um, that has departed the club. And it may well be that they don't look like the second-best team in uh, the league anymore. And that will go to Swinski, who have kept pretty much all of the sides from last season together, while adding a few defensive players from across the league, such as Ivan Anin and also Almir Bekic. And I think that's probably going to make the difference. As we saw last season, for the vast majority of the time we had, uh, the league was extremely tight at the top. And the gaps that have built up between Sarajevo and Zelyeznikar, Zelyeznikar and Szynski probably weren't enough uh, for you to think that they wouldn't be eaten up with the space of a few months of signing and a a few months of planning. So it will be interesting to see um, at, at the sharp end of the table just what those gaps look like. Our third conversation point is a About a newly promoted side that would be Olympic and will they return with a flourish? So Olympic uh, have historically been a club that's actually been quite successful uh, in the nation. Uh, They've been in the second tier for three years but obviously prior to that had been pretty good and do have a very good record of bringing through young players which I think is obviously always something that you look out for and always something that's admirable. and in spite of being a promoted side, the perhaps one you might not expect to be in the at the forefront of the relegation fight. Um, so Olympic have bolstered their side with a few loans from Sarajevo, and it seems they may be moving into a situation of becoming uh sort of more formally associated with uh, with Etke Sarajevo. Um, and they probably would be, I- I- in my reckoning, um, the third favourites to go down. The other two favourites there would be uh, Krupa, who are the other promoted side. Now they've picked up uh, Stefan Nikolic from Socheska, and the gap in quality between Bosnia and Montenegro isn't that great? Boston is a, a better league uh, than the Montenegrin League, but not so much as to think that he won't be able to maintain his sort of consistent scoring record of around 10 goals a season in the new surrounds. Um, they're probably second favourites for the drop. I'd revealed that um the favourites will be Mlados de Now see they uh rather luckily survived last season and you know they had some interesting attacking players. Obviously we've mentioned Matthias Fanimo. Um they also had Bakrudinitaic previously of Celtic and they scored one of my favourite goals of uh, last season through uh, Nemanja Nemanu who um met a a tie cross with a van basten like uh, strike just before christmas um, all of those have left the club and um, given that they only really stayed up last season because of the mess at chillig i think it's probably fair to say that they start as favorites for the drop uh, given the position they start from and given what they've lost so finally we're going to who are the best of the rest. And it's a very difficult question to answer because obviously with the league having been called after only a year, 22 games last season, though in the mid table, there hadn't been time really for gaps to show up. Um, between fourth and eighth, four points covered five sides. The only side who were sort of completely not in, uh, reckoning for either relegation or uh, Europe were the Tuzla. Um, so for those sides who were in that um, five team morass in the middle um, we'll quickly skip through those. Uh, we have Boras Vani Luka who do look a little bit better than last season. Tuzla City who have been uh, wheeling and dealing uh, with the best of them uh, but they do have uh, what I think is a very impactful change to the middle of the park, uh, bringing in Adnan Jaffic, uh Dzilian Shemai, and Nemanja Nikolic, who's coming from Vojttawak and uh, very uh, accustomed to him from, uh, from Serbian football. They do look, like they've got a lot more nous and a lot more strength in the middle of the park. Um, and I think they could be you know, with, with a bit of luck, they could be a bit of a surprise package uh, for pushing for Europe, perhaps even pushing uh, in, into that top three. Um, one of the other largest sides, Soroky Brieg, uh, have probably stood still, maybe gone a little bit backwards. Uh, Vélez Mostar have done much the same, but they have promoted quite a few youth prospects into the first team. So if they are able to see one of those uh, adapt to senior football very well, it may be that they kick on quite well. The other addition they've had um, is a player who may be familiar to fans from Slovenia, Faisal Mulich, who uh, was absolutely terrible um, at Mura last season. Uh, he really needs to. Um, he has a point to prove, shall we say, um, as to his form and his, you know, still his ability at this level. Um, the team that were probably best placed to have finished higher than they actually did at the end of last season were Radnik Bialina. Now, they uh, were I think sixth, uh, but they had a goal difference of around plus 18, uh, which was far greater than anyone around them. So you know, there was clearly goals within the side and there was clearly a potential for them to do, to do better um, from a statistical perspective. Uh, I would expect had the season continued then they probably would have benefited and they look very similar to last season so with the potential for a full season of that sort of form, if they're able to just rekindle what they had last season um they may well be able to um to surprise again and I think you know you sort of have that third place possibly up for grabs um between uh so as we mentioned Tuz City, uh Rednik, uh Strzynski and Zaliasnica, you know, the two latter ones are always going to be favourites for the uh league title purely because um of the size but you know we will certainly see how things go uh as the season begins this weekend. So as mentioned as I say the league starts this coming weekend starting saturday the first of august we do have uh what i hope uh, you picked up from this uh, preview some relatively interesting fixtures straight off the bat uh not least uh zelius nikar playing velez Mostar. obviously historically that's uh, been a very big game uh, throughout uh, the yugoslav era as i'm sure many of you uh, listeners will appreciate uh and also on the sunday fk sarajevo get back underway away to krupa uh, and also a sort of mid-table battle between two sides, we've sort of mentioned uh, there in that mid-table mass, uh, Surakid-Brieg and, Eth- and Tusla City. So yeah, we will certainly see how things go throughout the season. It promises, after the recriminations of the 2019-20 season, it promises to have some very interesting undercurrents and contexts going throughout the season and so if you are a fan of the biggest games in any given region then you will no doubt want to keep your eye on the ninth match day so that's currently penciled in uh, for around about the weekend of the 25th of september which is the first eternal derby between uh Salievo and zel yesnikar um i would say if you're looking to catch footage uh here Games are on arena sports, so they do tend to be a little bit hard to uh, find streams of because arena sports are very good at uh, getting less than legal ones taken down. Um, But uh, you can obviously follow the league on YouTube. Uh, They they tend to put everything up in one big batch. uh, And uh, unlike uh, many leagues in the region like Croatia and Slovenia, don't put any... um, commentary or anything over the things, they put uh, classical music instead, which is um, always an interesting uh, media tactic. Um, So we will obviously reconvene with the next of our um, season previews, which will be the one league that is meant to be back next weekend, which is uh, North Macedonia. uh, And then Following that, it will be obviously Montenegro, Slovenia, and Croatia. And if you probably interested, you probably do know. something with the the latter two, the Croatian and Slovenian ones, we'll probably go very, very in depth with uh, those ones. So it may probably be the longest episodes of the um, of the previews that we're doing. So plenty to look forward to uh, from between now and then. There will be one more timeline uh, episode, which will be episode 39, the second part of our look at Milya Miljanic's mid-70s, and then the timeline episodes are taking a little break, purely because I'm moving house, so uh, I have packing and stuff to do, Uh, (laughs) whereas I would get told off around the house where I to prioritize sitting and writing and watching uh, 1970s Yugoslavian football games, uh, rather than uh, ensuring that my bookcase is empty. Um, So thank you for listening, and we'll catch you uh, with the Macedonian League next time.